Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, Timeless Wisdom to Enrich Every Day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, April 16. See every problem as an opportunity. Whenever you demolish the obstacles before you, your power for ultimate victory will increase. Every problem as an opportunity. There are several different uh, twists on that. The sentence that followed puts that into a certain uh, context. Whenever you demolish a problem in front of you, your, how does he put it? Your power for ultimate victory. So every problem taken from that point of view, your, your power for ultimate victory will increase. Let me finish the sentence there. So every time you're confronted with a problem, what you're actually confronted with is the opportunity to gain strength. That's, what he's, that's the, the correlation he's drawing here. Because how do you get strong? You get strong by coming to your limit and then, then finding the strength or training yourself to expand your limit. And um, I've never been able to enjoy going to the gym. I've tried it different times because it's supposed to be good for you. I fortunately enjoy swimming, and as long as I have access to a swimming pool, I go quite regularly and happily, and it has kept me healthy for many years. But you don't get any of the, whatever it is, weight-bearing when you're swimming. So periodically I have tried to go to the gym. I have... uh, Let's see, how would you put it? I don't enjoy physical exertion. I enjoy mental exertion more than physical exertion. That would be how I would put it. So I know I have friends who talk about, you know, I took a 40-mile bike ride today and we had an incline of this and a down of that and I went over this and over... They're so excited, you know, and they're just so pleased by how hard it was and that does not interest me, has never interested me. But I did go to the gym long enough to get the basic concept. The basic concept in the gym is you have to be pushing or pulling or lifting or dragging or moving, however you're doing it. You have to be pushing a little more weight than you can do easily. Because if you're just lifting weight that you can do easily, there's absolutely nothing that's going to make any difference to your body. Your body's going to be what it is when you walk in, and maybe you'll get a little aerobic from just moving things around, but you won't get what, you're, what you really need to get, which is some kind of resistance. But if you start working against resistance, after a while, the po- your power against that resistance makes it no, no longer resistant because you can just move it without any difficulty at all. So at that point, you have to add more resistance because otherwise you don't develop any strength. It's just as simple as that. Nobody would pay all that money to join the gym and spend all that time doing it unless there was some, you know, some effort required that would bring the result that you want. And yet, in life, when the weight keeps increasing, so to speak, we often feel like we're being put upon, or we feel like we're about to be defeated, or it's all so unfair, or it makes us not want to get out of bed in the morning. We don't 
when we go to the gym and, and the trainer, assuming we have one, says, okay, I think you're ready to increase to this. And you say, okay, I'm ready to increase to this. And then, oh, it's hard, but you do it. And he coaches you and then you feel so victorious. But when life does that to us, how do we respond? Do we say, oh boy, I've earned the opportunity to try to lift a bigger weight. You know, there was a, the, the word deserve is a really interesting word. Uh, Swamiji once spoke of uh, people who were suffering and he, what he was saying, and he did it deliberately. He said it deliberately to challenge. But you would think that these people were being oppressed. But what Swami wanted to say is that it was a divine opportunity for them to, sh- to, to develop deeper faith in God. You know, per- spiritual people being persecuted even though the persecution woe be unto the perpetrator of that. But the people being persecuted were not being punished by God. They were actually being blessed by God because the weight that they had to carry under that persecution forced them to find so much strength that many became saints, Swami said. So he used the phrase that these, these religious people deserved what was given to them. And of course, immediately everybody thought that was a condemnation. But the word deserve is actually very interesting because you can say, really, I don't think anyone deserved that award more than he did. And that's a completely positive thing, isn't it? Or else you say, he got what he deserved, and you mean it negatively. But is it, the, is it, is it negative to have lots of, have your trainer put lots of weight on you in the, in the gym because you've worked so hard you deserve the opportunity to really test yourself now? You see how confusing it gets? And all of it has to do with what our, our fundamental idea of what the purpose of life is, really, and, and what, um, what constitutes an opportunity and what constitutes a problem. The, the premise of Sanatana Dharma, which is actually the premise of this whole book, Living Wisely, Living Well. Sanatana Dharma is the Sanskrit word for the eternal religion, or a better definition I like, is that which is. You know, we are here to develop our consciousness. We incarnate over many lifetimes because it takes a long time for us to develop our consciousness. To develop our consciousness is to be able to see through the delusion of suffering, to see through the delusion of the temporary nature of this world, to recognize the infinite power within us and all around us, to begin to know ourselves, not as weak physical beings, but as children of the divine, capable of being channels literally for that infinite power. Master put it in the most, the biggest words by saying, we need to learn to stand unshaken, amidst the crash of breaking worlds. I mean, that's a marvelous poetic phrase, but think about it. To stand unshaken amidst the crash of breaking worlds, this is the power of a God-realized master. And being God-realized is our, not merely our potential, it's our absolute destiny. And all everything that happens to us in life is not an end in itself. It's we are in a gymnasium of developing consciousness. We go to the 
the physical gym, this little body that we're living in for a few short years. I mean, it seems long when you're doing it, especially when you're closer to the beginning than I am now. It seems longer than it does at this point. But we're in this body a very short period of time, and the end of this body is dust, you know, or ashes, if, we're, if we are happily cremated after it's over. I mean, it's, it's, it's not everlasting. We have to use it for this period of time, and I throw myself in the swimming pool and try to going to the gym because I want to keep it vital. I want to keep it healthy. I don't want it to be a drag on my consciousness. I want it to serve my consciousness. But it's no end in itself. The end of it is nothing. And it will age. It just, whatever it is, however powerful it is at one point, it will gradually become nothing. I've had the experience. I consider it the great blessing of being present when a number of people that I have known and loved have died. Um, my father, I sat with my father when he died, and I've sat with a number of friends when they passed away, and I've sat with a few people that I, I did not know well personally, but I was called in to be the, uh, a spiritual help for their transition. So I've watched people leave their bodies, and I've seen the body after we leave. It's so insignificant. As soon as the soul is gone from it, it just means nothing. And we work so hard to take care of it, which is as it should be. It's appropriate. But what we take with us is our consciousness. What we take with us is, is who we have become through the, through the opportunities that the gymnasium of this incarnation has provided us. So when more weight is added, and all of a sudden what used to be effortless now requires every ounce of concentration we have, and we have to build up to it slowly. Is that a problem? Or is it an opportunity? And this is what Swami is talking about. Every time we're pushed beyond what we think we are, and we're forced by circumstances to become much more than we are, was that a problem or was it an opportunity? I've certainly been through enough in my life now where you know, I've just been faced sometimes with circumstances that I really didn't know. I mean, I just didn't know where it would come from, the power to get through it. However, there was no choice. As one of, <laughs> as I heard someone say once, and I, I've always been touched by this, you may want to lie down and die, but just try it. It's not that easy. <laughs> And I think about it, you know, you lie down to die, and it's a, it's a poetic way of saying you just collapse. You lie down to die, but after a while you get hungry, <laughs> you, you begin to itch, you get thirsty, you have to use the bathroom, you know, you start, your mind starts drifting off, thinking about other things you might want to do. It's just not easy. It's just not that easy. I'm not making fun of people who fall into deep depressions and so on like that. You know, these are big opportunities. There's no question about it. But it's just not that easy to give up. Life persists. You know, there's a, there's a spark within us that even if we're trying to repudiate it with all our conscious mind, that, that it's the soul nature. It won't give up. It's just not that easy to lie down and die. In fact, to be truthful, it, it's, it's impossible because consciousness goes on. You can, you can kill the body deliberately. You can commit suicide. You can kill it through neglect. You can drink it to death. 
You know, you can do any of those number of things. But when it falls off, as I was saying earlier, it's, it's nothing. Because your consciousness is what the issue is, and it's your consciousness that we're here to build. It's our consciousness that we're here to build. So every time a problem comes, it's always a matter of concentration, energy, courage, willingness. It just We just have to persevere. We don't always triumph over circumstances. Sometimes the problem is that we've lost everything. That's just, that's the problem, is that home, job, everything has gone away from us. Family, we're just, you know, we might have, well, I've met many people, and I'm sure you have. This one had a gambling problem, this one had a drinking problem, this one was addicted to cocaine, this one just made some very bad choices, this one was a rageaholic, you know, this one was just too selfish to keep his life together whatever it might be, or this one is deeply sincere and tremendously talented, but the karmic challenge is very great. Just This is a lifetime in which one has many opportunities. So what do we do? Why are we here? And you have to answer that question really deeply. I can give you my answers. My answers are obvious. We're here to grow spiritually. We're here to expand our consciousness. So every time the, the, your personal trainer, and believe me, we all have one, whether we know it or not, we all have a personal trainer, and that personal trainer is running the show. And he's, he or she is stacking on the weights. And just when we think we've mastered things, I mean, I've seen this happen to people sometimes, it's just astonishing how many, how many different weights can be piled on, but sometimes they keep being piled on. Are we being punished or are we being rewarded? Mother Teresa of Calcutta beautifully said, God will never you know, place more responsibility on you, will never give you a challenge greater than you can handle. But then she added, sometimes I wish Jesus didn't have so much faith in me. <laughs> and that's really what it is. Our trainer knows we can do it. He, he didn't say it would be easy. But our trainer knows we can do it. But attitude is everything. So when a problem comes, do we throw ourselves in the ground and complain about it and wail and weep and why me, Lord, why me? Swamiji put it this way. He said, when you're playing a game of tennis and someone hits a shot that you have to really run and try to hit back, he says, you don't just throw your racket down on the ground and start whining, why did you hit it over in the corner when I'm standing here? You know, it just would be ridiculous. That's the game. The game is to run over and try to get it. That's the game of life. The, the game of life is to say, okay, I wish God didn't have so much faith in me, but he does. My trainer knows me better than I know myself. And so this is my opportunity to grow strong enough for ultimate victory. And this is what Swami says. See every problem as an opportunity. Whenever you demolish the obstacles before you, your power for ultimate victory will increase. Joy to you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.